From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, February 8th. I'm Sarah Reif. The Board of Supervisors is scheduled to revisit an agreement with a social media contractor whose activity on the right-wing website Parlor caused a stir in December. Late last year, the sheriff's request to approve a three-year contract with Liz Barney for social media web design and training appeared on the board's agenda. It came out on Facebook that Barney had a Parlor account where she had shared or echoed material stating that masks are a symbol of Antifa, that Donald Trump won the election, and an article about Rashida Tlaib with a comment attached to it that said, Where's Mossad when you need them? Barney did not write the article or the comment, but this was shortly after the assassination of Iranian nuclear scientist Mohsen Fakhrizadeh, whom the New York Times reported was a primary target of the Israeli intelligence service Mossad, widely believed to be responsible for the assassinations of other scientists. A dozen letters came into the board expressing dismay about a county social media professional being active on a site where white supremacist groups like the Proud Boys flourished. The item was pulled, but it's coming before the board again tomorrow, as a one-year agreement for two-thirds of the total possible compensation in the original contract. Sierra Wooten of the Mendocino Coast BIPOC Black Indigenous People of Color group was one of the people who wrote a letter in December. We caught up on Saturday for an update on her concerns since the insurrection at the Capitol and Parler being deplatformed. Parlor is a site where there was a lot of white domestic terrorists, like we saw a store in the Capitol on that site, that were planning that event. And for her to be on that site and in any capacity, uh, in my personal opinion, is is cause for concern. Um, how do we know that the content that she's going to be producing? isn't going to be racially motivated with racial undertones, such as that that photo that I had just mentioned where it was the black man hogtied, right, um, with the caption, imminent threat above it. Is this person going to think that that's cute because it's going to rile up the base? Or is that person going to know that something like that is very insensitive and suggests that you are a racist? Barney declined an interview, but she wrote a long letter protesting that she is a half-Arab, half-Greek woman who immigrated from Egypt as a child and is now part of a multiracial family is not a racist. She's married to Shannon Barney, a lieutenant in the sheriff's department and formerly the president of the Round Valley Indian tribes. She wrote that she's very cognizant of freedom of speech and that no one should be bullied into silence. David Snyder is the executive director of the First Amendment Coalition, a nonprofit organization that advocates for free press, free speech, and the public's right to know. He said the situation requires a fact-intensive analysis, but... When a person is an employee of a government agency, or they're a contractor of a government agency, their free speech rights are more limited than they would be if they're just a member of the general public. The central question here would be, were the statements, the controversial statements made as part of her um, job duties, or are they connected in some way to her job duties or not? If not, then I think the, the, the government would be fairly limited in its ability to directly sanction that expressive activity because she would be treated by a court as just in general, a member of the general public. If, however, the statements at issue were made in a way that would directly that you could directly connect to her government duties, then the government would have more leeway to, to sanction her, um, perhaps by not renewing her contract. 
if she's an at-will contractor and the government has broad discretion to renew or not her contract, they could simply not renew her contract and not connect it in any way with the, the statements that she made. And, you know, if this went to litigation, a court in that circumstance would probably find that there was not a First Amendment issue. On the other hand, if it was clear that the government had, did not renew a contract specifically because of these statements, then, you know, the, the equation changes. And, and I think, the, again, the central question would be, were the statements made as part of her official duties, or were they not? Sheriff Matt Kendall said that under him, Liz Barney's influence is limited to grammar and punctuation and the statements that only he and Under Sheriff Darren Brewster are authorized to put out. Captain Greg Van Patten and Lieutenant John Bedner can put out press releases, and the captain has to sign off on any general PIO tasks, like work around power shutoffs. Wooten was skeptical. Well, what the uh, agenda item says is that the purpose is for providing social media, web design, and training services for the Mendocino County Sheriff's Office. Now, that is a very broad list of services that she'll be providing, but that is a very hard job. That is more than just spell check. And I assure you, at $150,000, what that lady was asking for, (laughs) a spell checker? Come on. She's doing more than that. And she had some professional criticism for Barney's letter. There was no acknowledgement as to what the issue was, is that the issue was that it was a site for these people who were ultra-right and members of like groups like the Proud Boys. And she didn't, she didn't address that. And um, you always need to at least address or disclose stuff like that especially when you're in any type of public relations type of role, which is what she's going to be doing when you're handling social media, web design, and training services for the the sheriff's department. Um, We need to make sure that your values are in alignment with um, what it means to just have good service to our community. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.